If you're looking for a trusted source of natural supplements, look no further than NutritionW.com. Since 1979, Nutrition World has been a staple in the Chattanooga community with dedicated research specialists that stay ahead of the trends to make sure you have the most reliable products available at the most competitive prices. All of their supplements are vetted for quality, effectivity, and potency and shipped using the utmost care with cold packs included in each and every order. You can shop online now at NutritionW.com and choose from thousands of your favorite supplements, sports nutrition, pet, and specialty food products today. Nutrition World, partners on your wellness journey. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Holistic Navigator Podcast, where we talk about all things holistic health and believe in the body's ability to heal itself if it's given the proper nutrients and care. Thank you so much for listening in today. My name is Brian Strickland. I'm the producer of the show, and today we're taking a small departure to talk about your pet's health. Did you know that cancer has become the leading cause of death in dogs? With an estimated 50% of dogs developing cancer, those are some pretty sorry odds in our book, and our pets deserve better. So we wanted to speak to an expert on the matter. Today we're speaking with Fivo, the dog health guy. Fivo hails from the land down under and is an outspoken advocate for pet health and the founder of Augustine Approved, a product line of organic supplements and skincare products for your pets. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to the host of this show, Mr. Ed Jones. Thank you so much, Brian. And I want to tell you how stoked I am about today's podcast. You know, everyone who listens to me at this point, if they've ever listened more than once or had any experience with with myself, they know that I have a lifelong passion for the power of nutrition for health and healing. And, you know, I have focused my entire life on human nutrition, but I must say that I also fully, absolutely realize that the same exact uh, disasters of health and also miracles of health can happen in the animal world of dogs and cats. And I will have to say that about 12 years ago, and in fact, I probably had 50 dogs in my life, and I'm not exaggerating, and I've loved every one of them. But despite the fact that I've had four decades of constant passionate learning about nutrition, I didn't really apply that to animals until about 12 years ago. And I had a golden retriever, retriever named Angel. And she, you know, we love all our dogs, but then there's always those one to three that are like the most special of life. She was in the top three. And one day she started itching. She was about seven years old. And she looked perfectly fine, acted fine, and took her to the vet. And within 30 minutes, he said, she's got lymphoma. Boy, I just fell apart. I just bawled my eyes out. And it came to me within days. And I, I didn't beat up on myself, but it came to me within days that the food I was feeding her, which was just that same old commercial grocery store, dry kibble, had to be part of that problem. Well, today... I am so, so blessed to have found someone. He doesn't live close. He's in Australia that is equally passionate about nutrition and the belief in it as I am, except he focuses on animals. Welcome, Fivo, to the Holistic Navigator. Hello, Ed. Thank you for having me. I really uh, appreciate the opportunity to speak. Well, I have had the chance to work with one of my staff members who has been uh, interacting with you for quite some time now. And she gives me all the the heads up of where you are, what you're doing, your past history. And I am literally blown away because we share so much of the same philosophy and also a lot of the past history of kind of bucking the system, which with that bucking the system can create some uh, challenges as far as uh, regulations, as far as people who don't want things to change. But uh, Fivo is the director of Augustine Approved uh, Company that deals with animals, deals with dogs a lot. And he does say that he knows a wee bit about nutrition. Uh, that, <laughs> that's uh, uh, not very accurate. This man knows a tremendous amount. He's been a TV host, an animal rights advocate, uh, public speaker, innovator. Uh, so welcome to the Illicit Navigator, Fivo. And, you know, I'm sure you have heard... 
the similar stories that I just recalled about my my precious angel. In fact, it was the last dog I ever had, and that was 12 years ago. It was such a heartbreak. And I, I know now because, you know, there's so much available to us to read, like, like I like Dr. Becker. She's online with Dr. Marcola. And, you know, we do have a couple of holistic vets in, in the local area that I've certainly interacted with. Tell me and tell the listeners what is going on with this disease and cancer and all this lessening of life expectancy with our precious pets? Yeah, absolutely. And first I should say um, I had a foster dog a few years ago, which was also called Angel. Mm. Um, so there you go. And I know that she's passed on now. Um, but where do we start? I think the main thing that is overlooked, especially when you look at the majority of foods sold today are still even with a lot of a shift to fresh diets and raw foods and so on, is that majority is processed foods. Um, and the main thing that is overlooked, which I guess undermines the whole system there, is that one, one statement that I make is that the root of all disease um, can be argued is inflammation. So um, it, I guess it doesn't matter how much we spend on kibble or canned foods or the quality of the ingredients because those foods are processed by their very design they are inflammatory so as you know you can either feed disease um, or feed health and unfortunately that is part of the problem now excuse my croaky voice it is 12 30 a.m here in melbourne on a very surprisingly scorching day which was about 30 something 35 degrees today celsius not fahrenheit that is a very hot day <laughs> but yeah but um and i think that's overlooked i think people fall for the convenience of it um i am not a, opposed to or i'm not against processed foods uh, i guess what i dislike is the way that it is marketed towards us this is a staple diet. This is all you need to feed your dog. It's complete and balanced. It has all the nutrients. And don't you dare try and make fresh food for your for your dog. You know, you're not qualified. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to hurt your animal. And it couldn't be further from the truth. I think we need to go back to where we've come from, back to nature. Uh, we look at some of the oldest living dogs, um, you know, pre-vaccines, pre-chemical parasite products, pre-processed foods. They were living quite healthy off scraps um, and so on. So, um, yeah, I hope that gives you a little bit of an introduction as, uh, as to where I'm coming from. But then obviously we need to work towards uh, improving health through diet, through herbs and, and things like that. Well, that's a wonderful explanation. In fact, anyone who's listened to me more than two or three podcasts know that my deep-seated belief in the human system is that chronic inflammation feeds disease. It feeds all of the things we dread and are fearful of getting uh, because that's and we're not going to explain it fully how that happens. But food is at the basis of how this process is uh, uh, going to the level that's creating disease. And I love the fact that you said that the mainstream people say we are not qualified. And, you know, it goes across all lines, including the human. Like, how dare you? Uh, uh, take natural remedies for sleep or for inflammation or to support your body. You didn't, where did you get your medical license was the old statement when people used to, you know, people in the conventional field would say when you question them, oh, where did you, when did you graduate out of some arrogant attitude, as you know, that can come across? Well, that is slightly changing in the human uh, uh, arena, but I don't think it is in the pet arena very much, is it? It's still, they still have this hold on, like they are the only guru experts, or or am I incorrect with that? Um, you're not incorrect. It is slowly changing. Uh, you mentioned Dr. Karen Becker. Um, she's one of the guests, uh, the main speakers. I actually flew Dr. Becker out in 2015. The other day was the four-year anniversary. We had a very big uh, expo here in, in Melbourne. Uh, it was probably the most important um uh, live event that was ever held in regards to the health of our animals in Australia, uh, not supported by the veterinary board here. No one came on board from the mainstream, uh, which was really sad, but it's not surprising. And, you know, people with her profile and her caliber and her experience have been preaching these things forever in a day, but so much of the mainstream is, has still not caught up. Um, I should mention something that 
two main things that I see on a literally daily basis, and I spend I do all my consulting over the phone. Um, you know, I don't charge for my time, but what I see for hours every day, the two main things: um, one is joint or arthritis issues, and the other one is primarily skin issues. So. If we start with joints and also, so we have arthritis, pancreatitis, IBD, but all the itis conditions are obviously inflammatory conditions. So when we look at uh, commercial pet food and the veterinary approach or the standard approach, it's crazy to me because what they basically say is, oh, your dog has joint issues, let's give an injection or take this anti-inflammatory. But the majority of what is going into the dog's mouth, the majority of what it's consuming is promoting inflammation. Just by changing the diet to something fresh can greatly reduce inflammation. And so I have to, I've started thinking that a lot of these cases are actually misdiagnosed. I just think it's the equivalent of us having junk food and we're just constantly inflamed. Our, um, our blood is clotting, you know, it's not, the body's not functioning the way it's supposed to be. When you're eating processed food, the body has to work harder to break it down. So everything's in overdrive. Of course, they're not going to feel good. But um, when we change that around and we go to fresh, we see the results quite quickly. Well, when you talk about that, uh, and you and I think I can tell already believe in, you know, that humans, animals have something that I call a vital life force energy. And if we have enough of that, we can generally rebound and we can generally uh, stay well. And if we do get sick, we'd get over it fairly quickly. Well, that has decreased significantly, of course, for everything that has warm blood flowing through it because of our environment, our toxins. Where does a person start? Let's just give some really good places, you know, and, and certainly talk about your product. Uh, you know, how does a, a, a common person who doesn't want to get, you know, turn their whole life upside down for their pet, but they, they want to stop doing the wrong thing. They want to give the pet what it needs within reasonable limits. What would they do? Okay. Well, just my background, um, the reason the company's called Augustine Approved is because it was named after the first fresh food that I made at home that Augustine finally approved. So she was a little boxer puppy that I got. I also have a um, faith here, which is sleeping spread across my bed. Thanks, I don't get to sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> and she's my rescue dog as well. But um, with Augustine, you know, I thought there was something wrong with her, but she was just plagued with digestive issues. But what it came down to was really that just like everybody else out there, um, we're just giving processed food. I was taking the advice that I was given and it wasn't giving me the desired result. So I just started cooking. I think you have to start somewhere. But if what I've developed in deliberately over the years is, I guess, a method or a, or a way to feed dogs. Um, what I love about what I'm doing is um, it's not about products. The products are there, but it's about the message. It's about the approach or the outlook. There's a philosophy to it. So if people would like to start, um, the products were always made for the sake of convenience because what I find is we are instant creatures. We're all busy. Um, we're all time poor. Some of us, um, you know, uh, it can be financially draining to do this. So I found that by producing products, we could make it more cost-effective to people. Um, we offer free recipes if people would like to make our recipes. Um, and and we can reach more people and help, help more animals. So I just want to be, I guess, state that, that it's not about you have to do it my way. My way is definitely not the only way, but it's a really good resource. So the first thing I can do, we are working on our new website at the moment, but so we've the latest information, if you go to augustineapproved.com, um, towards the top right of the homepage, there's a download magazine button. And just there is a link to our magazine. It's full of articles, recipes, feeding tips. It's a bit of a little Bible of uh, how to raise dogs in a healthy way. And what I love the most is that the same logic applies to human health. Um and like you were saying, we spend so much time on the human side of things. I know some of the most uh, holistic uh, people on the planet that still haven't made that connection to their dogs and are still feeding primarily processed food. Well, and I'm sitting here scanning, which I have done before your booklet. I, I am truly 
super impressed because it is an owner's manual and it's an educational booklet. And again, people can access this through going to your website and you do have a wonderful Facebook page also. How do they access that? Uh, there's two pages. You can go to the company one, which is just uh, type in Augustine Approved. So it's August with I-N-E at the end. Or you can just search uh, The Dog Health Guy or FIVO The Dog Health Guy, P-H-I-V-O. Um, and the thing about The Dog Health Guy page is it's, it's I guess, it's my personal but public profile where I can talk about things that I wouldn't necessarily be able to talk about under a company brand. You know, we can be a bit more risque. We can talk about vaccines. We can talk about the chemical dewormers and all the things that are at times causing some problems. Um, and we should say, obviously, every country has different regulations and, and different laws and different policies. So, for example, I believe we're one of the only countries that vaccinates our dogs annually. That is still in the dark ages. America vaccinates every three years uh, for a lot of the vaccines, even though that's still not scientific. That's just, uh, I guess, an agreement the, the medical board has there, which is still problematic because we do see um, every week cases of vaccine damage. Uh, it's not about being pro or anti-vaccine. It's just purely the fact that the more that we breed dogs, the more we're watering down, uh, I guess, their genetics or their strength in their genes, the more susceptible they are. You combine that, the poor breeding, uh, you, you know, because remember we started with the wolf and we end up with these beautiful dogs. I love them, don't get me wrong, but genetically they're not very superior. And then at the same time as the vaccines, we're giving these insecticide-based poisons for parasites that a lot of the time they don't even need. Um, and then we're giving them dry food, canned food, all the things that feed um, candida or, uh, you know, causing yeast infections and, and feeding those things because they essentially convert to sugar, which is what cancer primarily feeds on, which is what uh, candida primarily feeds on. So, And that's another process, if you'd like, we can talk about, about skin issues because it seems to be a bit of our specialty at the moment. Well, and you're, you know, you are exactly right. I mean, the people who come into or I counsel or I speak to and have for 40 years, I would say 50% of all comments about their pets has to do with allergies and skin issues. And, you know, when you compare the wolf to the present dog and the lack of, I guess I would use the word maybe sturdiness, resilience, uh, you can say the same thing about people because, you know, I would hate to think that we had to go into another world war with the with the lack of constitution that we have in the human system today. I mean, you know, people get derailed because they have a, a splinter in their finger that gets infected and they have all these red streaks and they're on massive antibiotics. What in the hell happened to us? Why did we become so weak? Well, you and I know why we became so weak. And, you know, again, I go back to uh, and you go back to the chronic inflammation, you go back to candida. And I speak, I've spoken several times about the glyphosate and the, uh, which, uh, you know, is sprayed on all the lawns, uh, you know, and then your dog and cat gets on it. it con and these little animals, everything concentrates in them to higher levels than it does us because they have smaller bodies. Well, tell me again about this faith product, because I'm, I'm really, you know, I know it says, you know, healthy skin and coat, immune system, candida. And the other thing is kidney function. How many people and animals, you know, in the last few weeks, it's like, oh, the kidneys are shutting down. Well, that is that is probably the most weak organ when you are super unhealthy for every living creature. So what? So if I'm feeding my dog what I think is really good food, but I want to reach a new level, is faith the thing I should add to it? Or tell me about that. Oh, absolutely. Faith's cleanse and detox is part of the whole, I guess, approach. Um, but what's really interesting today when we look at this is, um, first of all, what I always preach, and again, part of the magazine is I talk about accumulation uh, and putting the dogs in a constant state of cleansing. See, it's not that the raw diet, you've got so many raw feeders and fresh feeders, and I completely agree with that. But what we're seeing today is that many, many years ago, we could feed a dog just raw, fresh meat, and it could live in their 20s and they're super healthy. That's very rare these days because 
if you're not doing anything to put the dog in a daily constant state of cleansing, um, the pesticides that you mentioned, the, for example, in the Melbourne tap water, I believe there's over 150 chemicals. Um, you know, the soil, <laughs> the air, um, the, the pollutants in the food and so on, it all accumulates. So just like us, they are time bombs. Cancer just does not happen overnight. It's a process. It takes time. Uh, kidney failure, all these things take time unless you have a poison that goes in. So um, Fates Cleanse and Detox is part of that constant state of cleansing. So it's made of 22 different herbs, um, and they're all very powerful herbs that do specific things instead of using less herbs this is quite unique instead of using less herbs in bigger doses which you'd want to take breaks from we use very very small amounts of each herb that have been tested to work together uh, so we can use the least amount of herbs with the most amount of efficacy um, so faith cleanse and detox was initially uh, brought to market many years ago uh, under our label it's the only product in our range that is not my own formula it's made by an amazing local man here called Ross Wilson, who's been working with herbs for over 30 years. But we initially brought it to market as a natural parasite product. Um, you may know the story where we actually now have to sue the Australian government because they are preventing all natural companies from promoting any natural parasite product. Really? Very long story. It's crazy. So it's not about efficacy. It's not about safety. Um, it's purely the fact that if what it comes down to is the way the legislation is set up is to favour pharmaceutical interests. And every time one of those chemical products that is registered, the big names that do fleas, ticks, internal parasites, the government um, basically gets money from that in the form of levies. Mm -hmm. so if you can't register a natural product under the current legislation, if you can't register that product, they cannot make money from you. Mm -hmm. They don't need you on the market. So you have these products in one hand that thousands of adverse reactions have been reported each year, and you have another product, for example, like Faith Cleanse and Detox, which is squeaky clean, um, and we are being prevented from making those marketing claims uh, for the time being. So we literally have to take legal action, whereas... Um, we can obviously say other things, um, so it does help to maintain the right balance of the gut. So many people actually take the product, a lot of women um, for candida. Um, so it's highly effective, those herbs, and we just see the difference in people and animals when they take it over a period of time. Um, you know, the fact that you have a dog, as you know, with vaccines when they're puppies, they get the shots and at the same time they get an insecticide put in their bodies to apparently prevent ticks and so on or fleas. And what we see there is their digestive system is out of whack. You know, their, their immune system hasn't even developed properly yet and they're already smashed with all these things. So then what do we do? Which I think is one of the most irresponsible things, straight to antibiotics. you got a mm -hmm. four-month-old puppy you know, on antibiotics, which is crazy because when you start there, it's very hard to go back from that uh, down the medical route. Then it's just more antibiotics, and then we end up on your apoquels or your cytopoints, which basically, um, in a simple way of explaining it, numb the immune system. They don't fix anything. They don't rebalance anything. Uh, and the best way that I can describe things is in – I would argue that Every ailment, every issue that we have stems from an imbalance in the body, irrespective of what the cause of that imbalance is. But it does not make sense if we are from the earth, we are electrical beings, we are life force, we have frequency. But it does not make sense that we can create or balance from something so unnatural from these medications. You can mask, you can numb, but you cannot generally restore balance. So that's a wonderful explanation, and it certainly applies to humans. And uh, so I, if I'm giving my dog the healthiest food I know, which I want to learn more, and I, other people do, I would add faith to, this, to the food. Is that correct? Uh, faith's cleanse and detox, but the number one thing as well, that they work hand in hand. So faith's cleanse and detox is a herbal product. Mm-hmm. 
Your whole food supplement for overall health is Augustine Super Boost. It's alkalizing, so it's oxygenating the blood. It's a healthy and legal version, I guess, of blood doping that they're doing in the Tour de France. So, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not kidding when I say this. If Lance Armstrong and so on were actually doing something like this, they probably would have had similar or better results without the, you know, without the legal implications. But so um, the reason Augustine Super Boost, I want to mention that is because it's so alkalizing. So for joint health, um, people can read from the few hundred reviews there how many 15-year-old dogs are running around like puppies again. Really? And again, I think, well, absolutely. It's, it's all on the website. And I think the thing that is overlooked, I think we are misdiagnosing arthritis and inflammatory conditions. We are seeing pancreas, dogs with pancreatitis, IBD, and so on, living symptom-free. We're seeing it all the time. So are they really diseased? I mean, the way that I, I – maybe this is a little cheeky, but the way that I would phrase this is if I give a dog fresh food or fresh food ingredients in their food and their so-called medical conditions are going away or there's no sign of the symptoms, is it truly a disease or is it just a nutritional imbalance? Exactly. That's a wonderful, wonderful way to look at it because – you know, the medical system wants to package it as, you know, they're the wizards and they've cured us. But you're, you're, they didn't. The body cured itself, sometimes even in the presence of toxic drugs. But, you know, they take credit for it. And it is like patching a tire. And, you know, you can patch it and it'll roll for, down the road for some time. But it's going to have a weakness to it that will eventually cause you to stop running that car. And I love the fact that you referred to so much of what's going on as time bombs because we are a human and in a pet uh, health where we have time bombs of multiple levels and layers. So again, so if I'm getting me a new dog and, and I'm going to follow, which I would follow your advice because you are the guru. I've never spoke to anyone with more uh, lifelong knowledge, experience and passion than you, Fivo, on the truth. And as is the truth because, oh, and I'm, I'm on a rabbit trail here. I've got to ask you this before I tend to forget it. What about all of the years that I did believe the, uh, I won't even be bad. I'm not going to say bad words about it. Believe the the philosophy of the vet that said the uh, flea and tick remedies that won't penetrate into the body. You put it on the back of the neck and it's perfectly safe. What What's the truth? The evidence is there. We see that every day there's Facebook groups with thousands and thousands of uh, followers. They're posting the videos. They're posting the photos. Um, they're reporting the adverse. They're putting up the adverse reports. Um, the FDA, I think, is uh, coming down hard on some of them now, making them change their labels and add in more um, side effects. There's one that I think now was forced to put a seizure warning. Um, yeah, it doesn't make sense that you put something that is toxic. I mean, how brainwashed are we as a society? And I'm one of those people that was where you give these chemical products, and on the label it says poison or it says keep out of reach of children. Uh, why are we overlooking that? <laughs> right. For a poison or a tissue. <laughs> you know? And um, I'd like to say something about the medical industry, though, because I'm definitely not against that either. What I see is you have an industry, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure about the U.S., but I know that in Australia, I believe, has one of the highest rates of suicide. These are good people that have gone into the industry to make a difference and to help animals, right? Mm -hmm. It's not because they're bad people and they want to take advantage and charge through the nose. They have genuine intentions. The trouble is, though, their toolbox is very limited. And don't get me wrong, if we have an accident with our animals or or even with ourselves, that's when doctors are absolutely crucial. Um, (laughs) I can't give you a whole food supplement for a broken arm, but the... You know, they they know what they need to do for those emergencies. They know how to keep you alive in case of a car accident. But but what I see here in the in the industry, and this is the shift that's happening, is for many years, for example, with kibble, they had most of them have grains, and it wasn't until the people started saying we don't want grains that all of a sudden grain free is the new fad. But the people had to stop buying and the people had to switch to other things before the industry caught on. It's not industries that make changes because 
the progressive. It's out of absolute, I guess, force that they're doing it. So what I see is back in the day, our ancestors, my grandmother, you know, all, all these people that were older and wiser knew what they needed to do when there was disease or illness. And the medical industry came in and they basically said, you need these pills, you need these surgeries and so on. So what we end up with is all these people now for the last few decades where they have skin issues, they have, whether it's a dog with diabetes, pancreatitis, you know, and so on, and they're not getting the results, especially with skin. They'll pay a few thousand dollars at the vet and it's this merry-go-round, antibiotics, steroids, uh, Apoquel, you know, and so on, and they're going around and around and around in these circles, and then they get fed up. And then what is really sad, they come to someone like me and we get them results, but then they say they hate the vet. They don't want to go back there and they badmouth the vet. Now, I've been in a situation where I had a dog that needed veterinary care and I didn't trust the vet. I didn't have a local vet that I trusted. And unfortunately, it was at the detriment of the dog. So what I would love is more proactive veterinarians, as Dr. Karen Becker calls it. Um, I'd love to see more of them that are willing to open up, learn more, add tools to their toolbox because I don't want, you know, the sake of me making an income, I don't want them, um, I don't want I don't want customers or, or dog owners um, running off away from the veterinary industry. We should all be working together. And, you know, at the end of the day, remember, these vets want a result. So if we have something natural or chemical that works, I'd love to be able to work more closely with them and that's the shift that i'm seeing now it's very slow but a lot of vets are saying okay this stuff we learned in school doesn't does not work how do we fix this and it's slow but it's slowly happening well that was very eloquent a wonderful explanation and and i know brian would uh certainly nod his head to this uh that probably every other podcast i have done in the past 54 I have said the same thing about the medical field. I said, these are generally very good heart-centered people who have wonderful intentions to help people. But what happened is they're in a broken system and their toolbox has been uh, forced to be only the drugs and the surgeries and not respecting the vital health uh, healing energy that we were given at birth and nourishing that vital health energy by something that does not have a side effect. So uh, I love that explanation. So let's get one more point across here. And I want to say the reason I asked that question on the flea and tick remedy was, and, you know, you're exactly right. Why my logical brain? Because I'm not a dumb person, especially about health. But I still now I was conservative. I will say I still questioned whether whether I should use it, but you know it's convenient when your dog has fleas to put the stuff on because the, the the damn stuff works. There's no doubt. But every other time I did it to my Bashan, she would go throw up yellow stuff within three hours. Duh. I mean, does that not tell anyone? It did tell me that. So really, I only used it three times a year during bad times. But uh, again, I'm being told that it doesn't even go into the system of the dog. Well, that makes no sense at all. We can't believe that kind of stuff. So I'm, if I get a new dog, I'm going to do whole food diets, true whole food diets, which we've talked about on my podcast plenty. But then I would I would certainly add faith and super boost to it. But tell me, what will I do when I have the flea? Uh, problem. What would I do? Well, firstly, anything you put on your skin, it takes seconds to enter the bloodstream. You know, yeah. um, you can't. You don't have this magic uh, nylon barrier on your skin. <laughs> um, actually, even that would be porous. But um, uh, with with my what I promote is risk versus reward. If you go to the Fever the Dog Health Guy Facebook page, the the main video that I currently have up um, up the top. It's all about parasites. It's very concise. So what, what, there's two ways to approach it. When you use herbs, so for example, face cleanse and detox, they alter the taste of the blood. It's very important to remember that parasites are generally attracted to a weakened immune system. Mm-hmm. So when we do the flea products, internal, topical, and so on, when we over-vaccinate, when we do all these things that will... Well, it's no secret they will weaken the immune system. 
uh, do not strengthen the immune system. So you're already priming the animal to be more prone to parasites. So for general contact, what we found is that face cleanse and detox, which is a consumable, it alters the taste of the blood. If you're walking down the street, one or two fleas jump on, they might have a bite, they don't like the taste, it's not pleasant, um, they'll, they'll want to jump off. If you come in contact with an infestation, uh, I know that some people use dermataceous earth, which can be a bit um, uh, irritating on the skin. Uh, we have uh, a Dynacol zeolite product, which is a rock mineral. It's, um, we have it under the label F-Off, F-O-F-F. Uh, and what we have found is when you apply it to the skin, because it's not a poison, it's just a powdered rock mineral, it absorbs moisture and it dehydrates anything that's there without hurting the animal. Similar to dermatitis earth. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's just a bit more gentle but a lot more effective. So that's how I would approach it. But just remember, if your dog does not have fleas, do you really need to do anything topical? Um, you know, when we look at heartworm and so on, a lot of areas, especially like I'm in Melbourne. I still get uh, emails from my local vet to come and get a heartworm test and get my heartworm injections for my dogs, which is crazy because the climate here, when you understand how uh, heartworm can grow and and spread, we do not have the climate to support that. You need a certain amount of heat for a certain amount of time and so on, and we do not get that in Melbourne. So it's pretty much impossible to get heartworm here, yet the fear-mongering campaigns continue. Um, so these are all the things, uh, please, if, if you all get a chance to watch the video, we just talk about, say, even the, the fact that dogs in the wild, I'm sure, Ed, you're familiar with fasting and the benefits of fasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, in the wild, a dog, if they were lucky, they would eat every three to four days. So when they would eat, they would gorge, and their stomach acid would be at its strongest. And that was an environment that was far more conducive uh, well, it's just a natural parasite prevention on its own. Mm. So, you know, now we're feeding foods that feed disease and feed parasites. We don't, um, even our structure of how we feed dogs, how often we feed them. Um, you know, I try to allow even up to 24 hours, even small amounts of fasting for the dogs. Um, but, yeah, we could be talking for hours about that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to tell you what, I, I just am so freaking impressed. And, you know, all of this does apply to humans, every single thing you have said. And I love your book. I mean, this Augustine approved book is like a Bible of information. And I had no idea you could do hair analysis on dogs to determine more information. So that's in the book. But I, and the part that says 15 tips to improve your dog's diet today This is what every person needs to read who has a pet and they care about, you know, holistic health. Because your reference and analogy to the flea is exactly the same as cancer, really, for humans. You take a body and you keep it massively strong and resilient and you follow the rules of nature. Everything from intermittent fasting to the the nourishing, the clean foods, your chances of disease is so reduced. It's not guaranteed. And I tell people that, I mean, we live in a very complex world of, you know, AMFs and stress and things can get us that have nothing to do with our foods. And we have to understand that lack of sleep, you know, bing, bing, bing. But the thing is, we can we're in a a declining health society that is tremendously uh, frightening to look at because people are still living a decent amount of years. But really, they died when they were 50. They just took their last breath at 75. And, you know, they're struggling. The average Tennessean who this is you're talking to someone here in Tennessee is on 16 prescription drugs per year. And we know that every one of those drugs is 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 that is conducive to something happening in the body that's positive, but it has too many negatives. So the risk against benefit simply does not weigh itself out. And you and I respect this power of nature and the 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 uh, the vital life energy. And you can't raise that vital life energy with synthetic drugs. However, I will say the same thing you did. I don't want to be in a world without hospitals and ambulances and quick acting medicines in the veterinarian or in the human, but 
We have to understand the limitations of that. Yes, I have a heart attack, actually. Send me to the hospital. I don't want Hawthorne Berry. But I want to, you know, I want to say that how much I have learned about, you know, just this whole topic from talking to you today. And I know we're going to do another podcast. And, you know, we spoke about and you spoke about the fact that the industry, veterinarian industry and the human industry is slow to change. And I remember reading a quote by Upton Sinclair uh Long ago, he was trying to get the word out about how despicable the meat industry was, I think in the 1930s uh, or even earlier. And his quote was, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on him not understanding it. That quote still applies today because you have people who are making very good incomes. Well, uh, this is throwing a wrench in all of that. And, you know, people... People are people and we have our weaknesses. So uh, why don't we if there's anything else you want to say at this point, but I can guarantee people listening, we're going to do a specific podcast, if you're willing, Fivo, to, you know, maybe a little bit more specific topics. But I want everyone to listen to you and go to your website, go and download this free book, uh, go to your Facebook if you care about your health of your pets, your loved, precious pets, because it's not happening with the kibble. It's not happening with the massive medications. When my angel got uh, diagnosed with the lymphoma, you know, the vet was so caring. And, I, and you know, veterinarian people really are caring, loving people. But he said what the only thing he could say, we'll give them steroids and we'll give them a drug to ease her, her discomfort uh, for the next four weeks because it ain't looking good. Well, I didn't know much about herbal medicine for pets. I just knew about humans. So what I did was I didn't give her the medicine. I came up with my own little formula and she lived six months instead of six weeks and never had a a real issue until the last one to two weeks. And we knew it was time. So I was grateful that I didn't, you know, succumb to the uh, just treatment of symptom because I know that would have weakened her further and probably taken her out quicker. But so tell people again right now, if they want to get to you. And I love the fact you said you do phone consultations or is it Skype or how do you do that? Um, just normally by phone. They can call me on WhatsApp or FaceTime audio. I'm not very hard to find. My details are on the website, in the magazine. Um, you know, and this is my passion. So uh, what I found was by doing the products 95% of the time or thereabouts, to put it loosely, um, the products and the whole philosophy is enough. And the other 5% of cases, that's where I spend my time. I'm a bit of a nerd for this. So, you know, the trouble cases, that's the ones that I'd like to work on and see and find a solution. So uh, if I could just say a couple of quick things um, Mm -hmm. to to polish up here is the whole idea of feeding a balanced diet, we are to some extent being fooled and it is a marketing ploy. When was the last time you or I or anyone you know uh, when was it that they had a balanced diet for a day, let alone a week or a month? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with all the nutrients they need, that was all calculated, not just for bodybuilding, but actually nutritionally sound. Uh, you know, um, with anything that we do, please remember it's risk versus reward. Um, and even on the the, the the quote that you mentioned about uh, someone's salary depending on not understanding something or not knowing something, um, we have a recipe for a product called Super Heal, we give it for free because uh, I do believe that the if there's anything even remotely close to a remedy or a cure or whatever you like to call it for cancer, uh, cure is not a word that I like to use by any means. Uh, I don't believe there's ever going to be such a thing as a cure. Because, and we'll get into that. That's a whole other topic. Um, but we give the recipe for Super Heal for free um, and we have videos showing what it can do. It's a, basically a topical salve made from turmeric, lecithin, and coconut oil. We have seen it uh, reverse a number of different lumps from um, uh, basal cell carcinoma on people. Um, I've had two, and this is all anecdotal, by the way, and I'll tell you why it's anecdotal in a moment. So we've had a couple of cases of uh, melanoma where people have reported they've used it with success, um, muscle tumors on animals, um, cysts, and so on. And, again, we're not really allowed to advertise this stuff on the label. And we're very responsible in the way that we speak about this because 
I'm not suggesting that anyone does anything without the guidance of a licensed physician. Of course, for example, if you have a melanoma, by all means, go and, you know, go down the medical route. I can't be responsible or don't want to deter anyone from, from treatment. We had an example of an older gentleman in his 70s that was booked in to remove a melanoma, and he decided in the meantime while he was booked in to start applying it, and it worked for him. So... Um, what you were saying, though, about income, imagine that you're a cancer surgeon, you're very respected, you've got two mortgages, an ex-wife and three children to put through school, and then you've got your Porsche you have to pay for, and some guy comes along and says, here's a free recipe, you can buy this for $30, and you don't need to do the surgeries. Um, <laughs> what would you do? I've seen there's so many cases documented that we have of dogs with lumps, um, where they've been quoted a thousand US dollars to have the lumps removed, mm. and they apply this for you know one to two weeks and it works. So that's not something that unfortunately the industry is going to welcome, even though long term. Imagine you save a dog's leg as a veterinarian because you're using this cream instead of doing the surgery. Sure, you, you might have not gotten seven hundred to a thousand dollars up front, but the respect the referrals that you will get from that for something if it's not life-threatening or it's not urgent. Um, I think, yeah, we're very short-sighted. We're only seeing what's in front of us now rather than the long-term benefits of moving towards the natural uh, approaches. So anyway, thanks for having me. I'm so grateful uh, to have an opportunity to speak with you, Ed. Well, I, I am so grateful myself, and I'm going to be walking away from this with a whole new uh, added passion for learning even more. And uh, tell people how on that Super Heal now, where will they find the recipe? Uh, on the store page for Super Heal, where you go to purchase, it's all listed there. And the reason I've done that is because I need people to read all the information. You need to know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. You need to know what to expect. You need to know that you need a licensed physician to make sure everything goes to plan. This is not child's play, and we, we would like to be responsible. Um, you can Google Superheal, one word, Superheal, should come up. There's Dog versus Lump 1, 2, 3, and 4 videos on YouTube, um, and you can see how this all started. I basically took the research from UCLA, where they were reducing the size of tumors, using coconut oil and turmeric, I had a hunch that if I added lecithin, I could start getting rid of them. And that's what we did. Mm. Ironically, on what you were saying, I contacted the UCLA multiple times by email and telephone, and they were not interested in talking with me on my results. <laughs> well, what a surprise. <laughs> but, it's, you know, it saddens people like us who feel like we've, uh, you know, we've climbed this mountain and we've had, you know, we've ac- not accidentally intentionally found this treasure under this huge rock that we worked so hard to roll over. And we come back down that mountain thinking, you know, a lot of people are going to be excited. And what do they do? They just close the door to us. But I know and you know that we are doing the right thing for the right people at the right time in this world. And nothing's going to stop myself nor you in this path. And I do understand the medical and the legal legalities of proper labeling because we can't have everyone coming up with, you know, all cures, hokey cures and good ones and being able to say with big, bold print, oh, this is going to cure you. But there has to be the ability for people to choose their health care, whether the government agrees or not. There has to be ways that, you know, the information can, can be presented without it, you know, without it being illegal Uh, And, you know, the fact that Google now has changed their algorithms on June 9th of this year that has changed the search engine capacity because they are against us, people like you and I. They actually have a board now that they call a Harvard board that is going to approve or disapprove anything that has to do with health advice and that has to do with nutrition. So if it's not standard conventional, we're going to be on page 13 instead of page one. So, you know, we have a we have a, a, a battle ahead of us. Isn't it sad that all these people, they've forgotten where we've come from? That's what hurts me the most, that these people are so disconnected from their origins and, you know, the true medicine. And, you know, it's the people and the animals that suffer. Um, but, 
you know, and I don't know if this is the same in the US, but what we have here, and this is why I am banging my head up against the wall, is the face cleanse and detox where we've been told we're not allowed to market the product on the labels uh, for parasites, for example. With the, with the human side of the law, so you have the FDA. So with the animal side in Australia, we have the APVMA. And the human side, uh, we have the TGA, whereas you have the FDA for both. So we were able to go over to the TGA, the human side. We showed our scientific evidence for the claims that we wish to make, which are technically mild claims because we say may assist with or has a role in. And in under 24 hours, we were able to list the product as a complementary medicine for humans. And we can make claims about parasites, candida, and so on. So... The irony of the legislation for animals, which is in the dark ages, that I can say to a man or a woman, here you go, take faith, cleanse and detox. This will um, have a role in clearing up your parasites, your candida. But I can't say the same for a dog or a cat. It just blows my mind. Wow. That is that's, 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 uh, significantly important to know. And, and, and you know, things are going to hopefully we're going to. F- Keep going on and, and, and make something change. We are. And I do want to say our main sponsor, NutritionW.com. You can go on there and look at the products. You can go to your website, look at the products. And I encourage everyone. And I do want to say legally, you know, if your dog's being treated for a medical condition, you know, legally check with them before doing anything. As you can tell by the tone of my voice, the sarcasm. But I am saying that, hey, Fivo, I want I know that you and I are going to continue the good fight and you and I are brothers in this. So. I look forward to the next time that we uh, chat, and I know people who listen will. So I know it's late for you. Thank you so much from the deepest place in my heart for putting, uh, you know, getting, uh, staying up this late and making a service of what you do. You are a gladiator, and thank you so much, Fivo. That's probably the nicest introduction and conclusion I've ever had. <laughs> I'm very grateful just for the opportunity to speak, um, and thank you to everyone that listened. Uh, very grateful for your time. Um, yeah have an awesome day all right my friend and you have an awesome sleep and this is ed with the holistic navigator and we are just thrilled for all our listeners please send any uh, questions emails and we look forward to meeting you next week on the holistic navigator thank you thanks for listening to the holistic navigator podcast for more information previous episodes and other resources visit theholisticnavigator.com The information on this podcast and the topics discussed have not been evaluated by the FDA or anyone of the medical profession and is not aimed to replace any advice you may receive from your medical practitioner. The Holistic Navigator assumes no responsibility or liability whatsoever on the behalf of any purchaser or reader of these materials. The Holistic Navigator is not a doctor, nor does he claim to be. Please consult your physician before beginning any health regimen.